Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to Love Yourself Fiercely. Today's guest is the incredibly talented and beautiful Emmanuel Ducombe-Lombier. I didn't do it. I didn't get it. <laughs> I was practicing. She is a spiritual leader, yoga teacher, meditation coach, and a music composer, and I am beyond thrilled to have her here with us today. So, Emmanuel, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for inviting me on this beautiful podcast. Thank you. I would love for you to share in your own words, your journey to self-discovery and self-love. When and how did you realize it needed to be the forefront of who you are and how did it kind of get you to where you are today? Okay. So my name is Emmanuel de Coulombier. <laughs> I'm from France, so I'm already sorry for my accent. And sometimes maybe I will confuse some words, but it's I will do my best. It will so, be perfect. Um, I, I have been in a spiritual path my whole life. I mean, I started like very early, like maybe I was 16 or 17 in high school. And I was already doing some Buddhism at, at this moment. And then I met the yoga when I was 21. So during my studies. And... I became a psychologist um, because I was studying psychology. So, and all through this, I was already very tuned to the fact to discover myself because, because when you want to be a psychologist, when you want to be a therapist, you need to go first with yourself. So I went to therapy myself to discover myself, not to confuse what was coming from me and what was coming from the other. And after that, I improved my spiritual path. So I continued to do yoga and I became a yoga teacher. And of course, it made me discover all the, all the energetical stuff, all the energetical the chakras, and that there were things like much beyond us, not only the psychology, but that we removed from other things. And what I could um, observe in this is Many people are finding a kind of rescue, can I say it like this? They had themselves from themselves mm -hmm. in the spirituality. That means instead of facing your own failures, your own uh, pains, your own hurt time in your life, you are going all in like God or all in like in a spirituality without taking care of those parts of yourself. And so it's kind of mystic. You, it's kind of defense mechanism that we use in the spirituality most of, many, many times. And so it can give like masters that are very good in their spirituality that are having very beautiful connections with the sky, with any cosmic knowledge but there is a mismatch with themselves, the human. And, and even after I, I, I did some shamanism and it was the same, like it was, we were going through ourselves, but at the same time, it was like all given to something outside of us, like the outside, the guides, the spirits, everything. And through all of this, I was like wondering, but all of this has no sense 
if it doesn't start with self-love. Mm -hmm. You can have any connections you want. You can have all the spiritual skills you want. If you didn't start with the self-love, it will never be manifested in a pure way. And it cannot be shared. Like for me, the first thing in, in spirituality is actually to be in the self-love journey and to go in discovery of who I am truly in deep inside of me, what are the parts of me that need healings. And from that, I can improve all the skills and open to the other dimensions, but open like in a pure way, which means it's not um, misdirected by something that I would like to hide from myself. Because it cannot be embodied if I don't love me. Mm. Mm. Yep. That's what I mean. And I guess in my paradigm, that spirituality is made to be embodied. Like we are having a human life on earth. So there is no need to stay in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> it's not meant to stay in the sky, only in the sky. No, it's there to be spread on earth. And first person who it has to be spread to is myself. Yes. For the self-love. I love that. I love that. That's so beautiful. And what what's interesting is my background is also in psychology. I'm not a psychologist, but I was a mental health worker and I studied psychology for many time, for many years. And what I, I love about this is it does start with us, right? It opens up self-awareness at a deeper level than most people recognize because we think to ourselves, we want to help other people heal and evolve and grow. Shouldn't I be taking care of myself in the process? So it's interesting that there's a parallel there in the self-awareness opening long before most even enter their self-discovery journey. And then I love that you, I love the connection between if you desire a spiritual connection of purity, it starts with self. It connects yeah. the dimensions. Yes. That's Definitely. beautiful. Definitely. I, for, in my journey, for example, um, that's what I thought about today when I was thinking about our interview. Um, you know, the, the shadows we have inside, it, we, we need time sometimes to figure them out and we can figure out some and then go back to the same folder or, you know, it's like, an, it, it, it could look like an internal, eternal like restart. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, but it's always new layers and more deep connections. And it's never, I, I would like to say, it's never um, what you did as self-discovery, what you did as self-awareness is done. And what you have new to face, uh, the new events maybe you have, with yourself are always new layers, even though it looks like what has been done before. Mm. Never forget that. Don't give up. It's, it's normal. It's because of our intention. More I put intentions, 
and bigger and greater are my, are my intentions, more I will go deep inside of me and discover what is preventing me from realizing that intention. And it, it goes through the self-love because if, if I don't love those parts, it will never happen. Mm-hmm. And what I figured out today that it was very easy for me to take care of the people. And the way I've been uh, dealing with my some of my shadows, I mean, some of them I could use them like very easily and some of them were still there and it was still like in block. And I didn't understand why it doesn't work. And everything I do is failing and, you know, and I mm-hmm. have no luck and da, 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 in a victim mood. And then... But one day you understand you, you are not a victim and you can actually use your personal power in this self-love journey. And I figured out I, I used actually my healing skills with the people to give myself the love I was needing mm. for the parts that were still in shadow. That means those shadow parts that I didn't want to look at were actually helping me to understand people. So it was a very good skill to understand people because I can relate to any kind of process, any kind of process, even with, I was most of all thinking about the teenagers. It's very easy for me to communicate with them and to make a session with them and with the children as well. And however, if even an adult with so many problems comes to me, it's okay. I can deal with it. I can deal with it because it's mirroring some of my shadow. And actually, they were helping me to receive the love. As I was giving love, I could receive the love through the giving. But what took me so long, and maybe it's something that most of, lots of therapists or coach, or when we decide to take care of people and to, and to help them, it's because I didn't know how to receive it for myself. So the only way I had found to receive it, it was to give it because mm-hmm. like this is, it was going through me and it was giving like sweetness and softness to my own purse. Yeah. The best is to receive it for myself and only for myself. Like, mm-hmm. Are you able to do that now? Yes, but it's very new, actually. I have to confess. <laughs> yeah. It's, I have to confess. The receiving of love for self, for the shadow parts, for the inner child, is a really difficult layer, I think, for so many of us to, to accept and open ourselves up to. A lot of it, I believe, is we're conditioned and we believe that giving love is an act of love, right? It's an act of acceptance and connection and love and, and family and partnership and all of these intimate connections that we build in our life. And yet this is where it all comes full circle again, is like the greatest relationship you'll ever have in your entire world is with yourself, but the, it's the mirror of other people that we freely give, you know, I had an, I had an interview this morning where, where her journey paralleled mine as, as we entered parenthood, right. It was in the, in the eyes of our children that we decided to heal, but the child is the mirror. 
Mm. And then it's a decision to start giving yourself the same love and compassion. Yes. In the parts of ourselves, the wounded parts or the shadow parts, or, you know, a lot of the time it's, it's the childhood traumas that we've suppressed. And it's like, wait a second, I would never suppress that in another. I would encourage and show compassion and grace as they heal. How can I give that to myself? Exactly. In my, in my situation, to be more precise, I'm singing to heal people mm-hmm. because I've been to do shamanism in Peru and then I figured out I had to sing to heal people that my voice was magical and stuff. So, okay, it's, it's working amazingly well. Like, it can, it can manifest miracles in people's life. Mm. Everyone who is going through my voice can have this. And I, it took me so long to give it to myself. Like, I, I was trying, you know, I was trying. So I can imagine the people, the audience listening to us now can maybe feel like, but I, I truly love myself and I truly want to take care of myself. And sometimes we feel like some blocks and we don't know where it comes from. And we try. I've been trying years and years and I couldn't have the same effect on me as I could have on other people. Mm-hmm. If, as hard as I was trying, and even if I was giving me space and time for it, it was not enough. And you were talking about inner child and traumas, and, but it can also come from the ancestors. It can Absolutely. also come past lives. It can come from many places that are more hidden even and harder to fix. So... It doesn't mean we don't love ourselves, but it's kind of, for example, for myself, it's some of my receptive connectors opened after I took care of my great great mother. Mm. Like it opened. And then I said, it's finally open. I could feel it in my body. Like it could enter only for me. Like, you know, and. That's beautiful. It's beautiful. And you're right. A lot of, you know, when we talk about, we don't talk a lot about um, ancestral trauma or generational trauma on the show because I always want it to be relatable to those wherever they are on their journey. But for women like us who've been on the journey for year, years, right? Uncovering layer after layer after layer and continuing to find blocks, continuing to find resistance or see continued shadows or new shadows a lot of the time it is now no longer about what we've carried but what we've been given to carry and learning to release or learning to heal that piece and that is where the beautiful connection with with spirituality comes in that deeper awareness that it's an energetic capacity that needs to be cleared it's an energetic block that needs to be cleared not necessarily one of this lifetime. Um, Let's talk about how you discovered that singing was a healing modality for yourself and for your clients and for the world, really. Well, it happened. So it happened during a ceremony, a chamanical ceremony with ayahuasca. I don't know if you know about ayahuasca. Yeah. So it's a plan that we drink that gives visions and open, gives an expansion of consciousness. And um, I was actually asking what name I could give to my business. 
Mm. I was already a psychologist, a yoga teacher. I was using many transpersonal um, techniques. And I had this box of tools and I didn't know what name to give it. So I asked the medicine and the medicine told me Diva, D-I-V-A. Mm. And I was like, it's not what I asked for. Diva is a singer. <laughs> and then after a while and after different ceremonies and because I had only diva written in front of my eyes and my visions, but no explanation, you know, it was only, so I was wondering, and then I asked again, and the medicine told me, because you have to sing, and then my mental, my mind was like turning around, like saying, what do you mean singing? But I've never learned to sing, and I don't know, and do you mean I, sh I was not supposed to be a psychologist? And I, I was wrong my whole life, and all of this, and then, the last day of that journey, I figured out I almost died. Actually, I was feeling I was going to die. I was feeling very bad in the ceremony, like lots of pressure. And then finally, I had the intuition to sing, to release this. And I started doing, I was afraid to sing because I was afraid to bother the shaman. But I was dying, so bother dying, bother dying. Okay, maybe, maybe I can bother. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. And I started to do. Uh, and then everything changed. Mm. All the pressure I had in my body went away. It opened a space around me, and I could see some light coming through my through my throat, and then after my my mouth and making flowers opening. Wow. Um, it was pure light, like it was a blue light. And I actually like entered an enlight life at this moment. And then I, I got the informations and the, and the instructions from the medicine that was saying, you're gonna use your voice to heal people. That's how you can heal people. And I, that day I could see where the sound was coming from in my body, what color it was, which form it was taking and where it was going in the body of the people. Mm. But that's all I had. I mean, it was a beautiful information, of course, but no one explained me how to do that. So I, I, I did it by myself for six months, like all on my own. And then I started doing it with people. And then I started to understand how it was working. It's been eight years already that this story happened. It's been eight years. And finally, I figured out that diva was meaning divine intervention mm. through vocal activation. Wow. And it's totally divine what's happening. And what is interesting in our subject the self-love with this singing is that when I'm singing, I bring back the people and myself in the center. So we go back home, actually. And I guess the self-love journey is also a journey to go back home. Yes. But as it's putting ourselves in trance, we go back to this initial state, I would say. Initial state. Because our initial state is love. And yeah. actually, for Love is a state, it's not a feeling, it's a state mm -hmm. of love. 
And so with the sound, we can tune, we can tune to it um, as soon as I, as I start singing um, and then go and visit ourselves and welcome anything that comes and appears and discover ourselves. Wow. Wow. What a gift. What a gift. Would you do us the honors of singing for us? Yes, sure. With pleasure. I would love that. Um, if you have, it's, uh, I'm just saying, it's good to be in a comfortable place and to have earphones if you can, if you can to have a proper sound and just relax and breathe. And that's okay. And we're going in a little journey together. And then I will let you know after how to come back.
Inhale deeply. And exhale slowly. And again, inhale and come back. That was beautiful. What a freaking gift. My goodness. That's like nothing I've ever heard before. No, that's why I didn't find any mentor to teach me it. That's incredible. What what an what an actual gift to give the world and yourself. It's extraordinary. I'm very honored that I could stand here now with you. And I'm very grateful that you shared your gift with us and your journey with us. And I would love for you to share where my community can connect with you further. So I'm on Facebook on my proper name, like Emmanuel Ducoulombier. You can find my personal profile. And I'm also on uh, Instagram. And my professional account on Instagram is called at lead yourself to lead your life. Mm. I will make I will make sure those are linked in the show notes for our guests to be able to just click and head on over and connect with you. Emmanuel, thank you so much. I'm so honored to have been um, witness to your gift today. And, and I'm so grateful that you shared it with my community. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm very honored for being here. Thank you. And go ahead. Yes, it's lovely. I mean, you're lovely. Thank you. you. You're so lovely. I'm so grateful we were connected. And to our listeners, I hope this brought you comfort and brought you home. And I hope you love yourself fiercely and fully today and every day. I'll see you on the next episode.